To be African-American is to be African without memory and American without privilege. What's good, you guys? It's your girl, Amina Bentu. It's your boy, Yay Hanks, your neighborhood favorite comedian. And you're now tuning into his and hers podcast. podcast. On today's episode, we will take a moment to discuss the events that has occurred thus far this year. From the death of Kobe Bryant to coronavirus and the Black Lives Matter. Oh, Lord. I just have to breathe because it's been a lot a lot going on in 2020 like i can't even it's only what it's not it's june it's june it's the first day of june and so much has occurred mm-hmm. like i just mm, 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 mm. but before we get to june let's just go all the way back to january mm-hmm. what did where were you january 1st midnight i know where i fucked up but <laughs> i was i was definitely um I was definitely uh, I was in I was here actually. I was in Atlanta. I, I didn't go back home. Uh, I wanted to, but I was here though. Um, acting my this this is my first year. Excuse me. Far as my adult years that I actually spent New Year's Eve chilling. Mm. I didn't want to though, but I had no you choice. hit that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was with my friends. Super 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 drunk. One of them drunk moments. Beyond mm. a drunk moment, okay. Listen, mm-hmm. I was faded. All hey, right. If y'all heard last week episode, how drunk moments are. Di- oh, right. I got some stuff for the next drunk moment show. Let's uh, let's see a different uh, for let's reel it okay. back. Thank you. Go back. <laughs> um, no, so I spend my time with my friends as usual. I always spend it with the same group of friends every year, bringing the new year. Shout them out. Um. Squad, honestly, that's it. <laughs> it's it's so many in the group. I don't have time to be naming everybody. Uh, okay, yeah, because you don't miss nobody. Cause this might might call your phone, miss some shit. Yeah, them. but it's squad. They know who they are mm-hmm. for real. It's the same people every year. I spend my New Year's with. I'm blessed for them because their friendship is truly and very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So is what more, was your? Is what, it more important than mine for sure? Well, we're not about to do comparison. Y'all mm-hmm. friendships are just as important to to me. Okay, okay, anywho. I'm number one. Uh, what was your goal coming into the new year? Like, what what did you have <laughs> planned? <laughs> so, basically, my goal was, um, it was actually to open up a, a vending machine. I start vending machines. Um, uh, and I actually did that. Actually, it was a blessing. Actually, they fell in my lap. Actually, that was crazy. The beginning of January... They actually fell on my lap. The first week of January, mm-hmm. they fell on my lap. So for the last couple of months before New Year's, I was <clears throat> trying to, of course, I'm acting, comedy, and stuff like that, but I wanted to be able to have money to fund my own career. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like a nine-to-five was going to hold me back, even part-time or full-time. Um, me coming down here was more so of a, uh, chasing my dream type thing, so I didn't want to focus on what I was doing back home. So basically, my coming into the New Year, my thing was basically just to help fund my own career basically so i'm still working on that right now but it's actually going into the right um direction uh far as with the podcast um we're growing tremendously day in day out i thank god for that i ask god every day to keep us humble um and keep our passion and creativity flowing each and every day so it's it's, everything's going in the right direction from what i asked for the beginning yeah how about yourself um my goal my goal literally was just to be a better version of myself than I was in 2019. Mm. Um, in the sense of doing, I have this list 
um, 30 things I want to do before I'm 30. Mm. Can you name me five of them? I'm going to hit a whole 30. <laughs> okay. Um, one of my biggest things was to become a citizen, which I did. Mm. I did. I actually bought you a bottle for yeah, that. Yeah, you did. Shout out to me. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Um, one of my second things was to start a nonprofit organization. Mm. Um, okay. My third, one of my, another one was to start a podcast slash YouTube channel. Mm, did that. Yeah, I'm doing that. Shout out to me again. Oh, God. Another thing was to build my credit, mm. which my credit has grown tremendously from last year to this year. Shout out to you. Shout out to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did that on mm-hmm. my own. On your own. A little help with me, but it's cool. No. I didn't did um, help. And <laughs> another thing was uh, um, to, decor- to reconstruct, redecorate, revamp my house, which I'm currently doing at this shout, moment. Shout out to me. What? <laughs> Anyways. Basement. basement is one thing, but honey, I'm looking at my bedroom too. I helped paint that. Oh my god, I forgot. we're gonna we're gonna skip the your painting skills. Let's do that. But regardless, yeah, right. my goals for 2020 was very positive. I just wanted to grow. I want to outdo what I did the year before. Um, my thoughts going into 2020 was just all positive thoughts. Like I'm like, listen, 2020 is my year, right? Mm-hmm. Every year, everybody say. It's my year. New me, new year. You know, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how, that was the vibe I was going into with 2020, right? Mm-hmm. New Year's passed. January is flowing. Things is happening. Everybody's happy. It's still January. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then, January 26, 2020, boom. What happens? COVID. Kobe. I mean, Kobe. My <laughs> fault. My fault. I said Kobe. My fault. I'm going to say Kobe. Kobe. Um, Kobe. Where were you when you got the news of Kobe Bryant's death? Mm. I was literally, I was at work. Damn. And that's a touchy, a touchy subject for me because my whole household is Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. My father was a Magic fan, and I grew up. Me and my sister, my little brother, we grew up uh, Kobe fans. Mm-hmm. So to hear that, and then to see his, see how he was as a person. Mm-hmm. Um. That was like, outside of my father, that's somebody I look up to myself. Um, and it was like, when I heard that, first of all, I didn't believe it. I called my father because I, I figured that it had been on ESPN by now. I mm-hmm. called him. He didn't believe me. He said, I'm lying. He said, boy, you always, that Instagram stuff, boy, you tripping. You always putting out false information. Mm-hmm. So it, I said, well, TMZ posted it. He was mm-hmm. like, TMZ? He said, oh, he said, oh, then again, they starting to get their little credit. He said, you sure? So he goes on ESPN and he comes. He says, "Diary, I don't believe you. I don't see on ESPN yet." And literally, as he on the phone, as he about to Google it, it pops up breaking mm. news: Kobe Bryant just got into a helicopter crash. Blah blah blah. And my father was tore up. My father was like, "Not Kobe," because nobody could be like Kobe. Like, how many legends are still living to this day? That's in their eighties and nineties. Mm. Ain't died yet, and this man dies in a helicopter crash. Facts. With, with his daughter. That's, um, that crushed me. Uh, yeah. And then me having a daughter myself, I'm a girl dad, so it's like mm. that that uh. It that did kinda, something to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mentally, emotionally, everything like it just yeah. it messed me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's. Mm, I that think tough. you didn't even have to be a Kobe Bryant's fan, yeah. right? Because I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan, right? But what his do, death. What do you like though? Just I'm sorry, you trying? No, we're not gonna discuss that. Oh, but wow. his death, okay. I think, also did something to me. I was on my. It was my friends crazy we were celebrating life 
while mm-hmm. at the same time grieving death, right? Mm-hmm. So it was my friend's birthday weekend, mm-hmm. and he had something planned every day. Mm-hmm. So that day happened to be a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so we went to, if you live in Atlanta, we went to Oaks. If anybody been to Oaks on a Sunday, pretty much day party is lit. Mm-hmm. So I go, I'm heading to the pregame before we go to Oaks. Mm-hmm. And while I'm driving, my like my phone is alert. Like Twitter is alerting, like breaking news, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm like, what's going on? My Apple news is like going crazy. Granted, you shouldn't be texting, looking at your phone while you're driving. But at a stop sign mm-hmm. at a, or a stoplight, a uh, red light, I looked. And literally, the first thing I looked on Instagram first, and the first thing that popped up on Instagram was like Kobe Bryant died in the helicopter crash. Mm-hmm. Yo, I sat in that light even when it turned green because I was shook. I was like, this ain't reality. Well, like, I'm about to go celebrate my friend's life. And I know that he, like, he, he fucks with Kobe 100% just to go and grieve death. We went back to we went to that pregame and it was like dead, like niggas was dead. Like didn't know what to do, what to say. They wasn't trying to talk about it, but at the same time, it was the only thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. People was trying to drink, but at the same time, we couldn't truly drink with excitement. We couldn't drink with true joy because yeah. it was like, damn, you know what I'm saying. And then half of the you know niggas like basketball, like yeah. it, everybody that loved basketball is like Cold they they felt that. Mm-hmm. I had some close friends who they were truly hurt. Like people were crying, and it was yeah, I cried. It was truly, I truly sad. I I cried. So granted, I cried when I got home, because um, I was like, listen, I got to suck it up. Gotta, you know, mm-hmm. we still we still going out with it. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think what hurt the most was that he did lose his life with his daughter. But it was like such a it's a bittersweet moment. Like to because their friendship alone, like daughter and and daddy and daughter bond that they had was beyond beautiful. So to just see the fact that they they were together, it was just it's a comforting feeling, but it's also hurting because it's yeah. like damn. I always imagine what was going on in that helicopter when it was going oh, down. Yeah. I think I think he just went into protection mode at that yeah. moment. Like, I, I, like do you think he was telling her like it's, it's going to be okay? Probably was, or he just probably wasn't saying nothing but holding her. You know what I'm saying? Damn, uh, it's a lot. I when I look think about all of that, I'm just like damn. It's it's truly truly sad. That man spent so many years. Spent really uh, 20, 20 seasons professionally in the league with, with, the, same team. with the Lakers. My with the dog. same team. Loyalty. Even though he did want to get traded at 07, but we ain't talking about that. <laughs> uh, he had reasons behind that. He had reasons, that, but yeah. He had reasons behind that. But um, yeah, I think, I think Kobe Bryant's death in January was like, damn. You know, that affected people yeah. for a minute, right? And so then we get into February. February's like, you chill, chill, yeah. chill. February was like the peak of COVID, but not really. Yeah, we know They what's were going talking on. about it in China, but it didn't come to the US, mm-hmm. right? And then within the black community, then we deal with Pop Smoke's death. Yeah. yeah. I actually found out how old he was when he died. I didn't know. Oh, I didn't 20. know he was that young. He was twenty. He wasn't even legal. He was twenty or I thought he was twenty one. He was twenty. Damn. Yeah, I didn't he was very much young. I think just everything with Pop Smoke's death was like, damn, like another one, right? Yo, Pop we, was... We still grieving Kobe. Granted, Pop Smoke, Pop's death was not as big as Kobe's Kobe, yeah, death, at all, at all. But I feel like within the black community, anybody that fucked with Pop for real, because he was, he was on his way. You yeah. got to think about it, right? 
Nikki just did the remix of Welcome to the Party, right? Mm-hmm. But if you was fucking with him before Welcome to the Party, like you was like you was in that shit, you was with him, like you was like. Baby, welcome to the party. What? Dior had already came out. Dior, my shit. Dior was already doing numbers, right? And it's just like, damn. Yeah. Damn. Pop was tough one. That was a tough one. That was that was a tough loss. And then you go into, um, you go into March, right? Mm -hmm. And then within March, you got COVID. We lost our jobs. We was unemployed. Oh bullshit. We was unemployed, nigga. I mean, granted. We slick still unemployed. Yeah, no bullshit. Yeah, we people are still unemployed. Yeah. COVID came and everything turned around. Like yeah. COVID, COVID was actually like. I've been tested. Actually, have you? No. Ooh, no. I didn't get tested. Listen. Actually, you were trying to get me tested. I was when you were drunk. Okay, but it's okay. Cool. okay. We're not gonna talk to about that. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. We say that for another drunk moment. All right. Anywho. Um, I actually got, and I think it's very important, especially now because granted COVID is still out there Mm -hmm. though, with what has been going on currently now, Mm -hmm. um, it's not getting the attention that it was getting in the beginning. I think it's very important as blacks, black Americans Mm -hmm. that we do because it's now it's available for us to get tested. Y'all honestly, I thought it was the most scariest thing ever. It is by far the easiest thing to create, to make an appointment. When you go down there, it's easy. They, you know, the the uh, the swab that they put up your nose, they don't really put it up to your brain like people, you know, have claimed. I think they've gotten better with it, honestly. Um, but it's, I think it's better for your knowledge to know whether you have it or not. It's mm-hmm. free. It's free testing. Mm-hmm. And that's rare. Very, very rare in America for free testing to occur. Right. So I think it's very important for you guys to get tested, COVID came and literally changed the dynamic of everything we we know to exist from the economy to having unemployment for the first time to just a bunch of other it's just a bunch of different things that we were not prepared for. Um I read this one tweet that said America is pretty much a third world country with Gucci slides. And I agree 110% because the way they dealt with COVID-19 shows that they're not prepared compared to other countries. Yeah. I mean, I feel like COVID uh, definitely like shook it up, shook up the world for, and it's actually, you know, still going on. I think it's dying down though now, but. um, I don't think it's dying down. I think it's just not getting news headlines as much as it was in the beginning. I will definitely say that. But it's definitely not dying down. Okay? People are still dying from COVID and everything else that's going on. Like Don Leno said, right? There's two two things that's killing black Americans. Mm-hmm. COVID and racism. Yeah, I actually agree with that. I actually agree with that. Um, COVID, I feel like it's actually... It was actually placed here. It wasn't nothing that just came about. Um, uh, it wasn't nothing that, like, you know, just came about. It was more so of, uh, I feel like they, they, they had it and they just put it out there for us. I don't I don't think, like, like you know how, like, you, you, you get sick and all that? Mm-hmm. Or, like, we had, like, the swine flu and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more so, I don't think it was nothing. I don't think it was that. You get what I'm saying? I more so believe 
COVID came from uh, the government, yes. in my opinion. Probably a man-made disease, for sure. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Like, I, like, like in Dr. Sevy said, it's only one one disease, and that's, uh, what do you say, mucus or something like that, I believe? If I'm not mistaken, like he said, it's, I mean, one virus, and it's mucus, meaning that you, everything comes from that. So basically, yeah, like basically like how you eat, stuff like that for real. Like it's about your insides. Mm-hmm. Like how he said that it was a guy that was blind, mm-hmm. but he changed something like the way he ate or something inside of him, and he's he not blind. To see. Yeah, see again. So it's not like how people might make certain things or say certain things about um, the and, and COVID really has like the world shook. Like my mother didn't want me to come in the house. <laughs> So I took a shower. Mm-hmm. So it was like it, it's it, a regular thing now to like wear masks. Yeah, wear gloves. Um, especially like I traveled for the first time to see my parents. Um, and when I tell you they don't, first of all, flights only allow a certain amount of people. I mean, air, air, um, like Delta, Southwest, whatever. These airlines only allow a certain amount of people on the plane, right? Mm-hmm. So I know uh, going with Southwest. Um, you can only have two to a seat mm-hmm. and your middle seat has to be empty, right? Mm-hmm. But for the most part, most people were sitting by themselves mm-hmm. because they only allow a certain amount of people mm-hmm. in each flight. Yeah. You have to have a mask on. You cannot enter the plane without a mask. If you don't have a mask, they will hand you a mask, um, which is very important. Anyways, me being just precautious as just who I am by nature, I had my wipes. I had spray. Mm-hmm. I wiped everything down, sprayed everything down. Granted, I mean, they probably did it, but then again, just to be on the safe side, right? Mm-hmm. Got to make sure I'm good on yeah. all aspects. Definitely, but definitely. I mean, I, like, I, COVID definitely came and distracted the whole world. Yeah, I mean, I feel like uh, you, should, you should get tested. I didn't get tested, though. I don't believe I have it, but I mean, I wouldn't tell nobody who getting it to not get it. You know, it's. I think mean, everyone should. Yeah, you should. Again, because it's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free, it's easy, it's available. Do you think that they. they when they touch you, some people like if you come in there sick, you then they tell you you got it just to. Mm-hmm. I think in the beginning, yes, because mm-hmm. they didn't have the resources. But we have the re- though we have the re- we've gotten the resources late. Mm-hmm. We have it now, so we I think as as people we have to use it like take advantage of it. If it's here for you to take without without a medical note, without mm-hmm. a doctor's note, with you don't need insurance, mm-hmm. none of that. Why not? For the for the sake of you knowing, for the sake of your well being, yeah. right? Why not at that point? Because now if you don't take it and you end up having it and then you spread it, because eighty percent of people who have COVID don't show symptoms, right? right? Mm-hmm. So eighty percent don't show symptoms, while the twenty other percent show symptoms. Most of the twenty most of the twenty percent that do show symptoms are the ones who are immune who have immune deficiencies. Mm-hmm. So their immune system isn't all that great. So mm-hmm. they can't they can't handle that, you know. So automatically they're sick, sick, right? Mm-hmm. But then us, for those who do have good immune systems, we don't when we get it, we're not showing no symptoms. It's just, you know, though with COVID it breaks you down. Like the longer you have it, the worse it gets, mm-hmm. right? It breaks down your lungs. Your lungs collapse slowly. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part, right? You walking around, I don't got that I ain't got it. I ain't got it. And then all of a sudden, you dead on the floor. Like, whoa, how did that happen? It slowly de- deteriorated your lungs. That's why mm-hmm. the point of, like, not being able to taste and not having, you know, difficulty breathing was a huge thing. 
Yeah. I got you. I say be aware of what COVID is. Be smart about it. Um, granted, a virus shouldn't stop your life. I don't believe that at all. Yeah. I'm still all about having fun. Shoot, I my birthday happened in the midst of COVID being mm-hmm. so big. So did mine, yeah. And I still enjoyed my time because at the end of the day, I'm celebrating life. I'm grateful. I'm thankful to God that I am alive yeah. to even celebrate another day. I feel, so, like, I feel like COVID basically was a pause. I think God did allow it to happen mm-hmm. to, to pause people because I think a, a lot of us was, was, was moving too fast. I know I, I was agree. one of those people. Um, I didn't have patience. I mm-hmm. learned that through the process of COVID. Um, so I feel like it was a blessing in disguise on my part. Like I can say for everybody, the ones who we lost, uh, rest in rest in rest peace, peace yeah. rest your soul. Um, um, but I'm I, I truly believe it was God's you know uh, way God's of slowing will. us down. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? It, it opened our eyes and getting us to know what is more what is more important in life rather than the thing that we were chasing. That's true. Um, I, I will say through COVID, I got closer to Him. Mm-hmm. Um, because I did kind of uh, distance myself as I got older. Um, I grew up in church, so for me to be that distant, it was kind of like, I guess in my in my eyes, he was talking to me like, boy, because I I I needed him. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? And I, I needed him more than ever now. Um, but I feel like I definitely did uh get closer to him through COVID. So I feel like to me, COVID was a blessing in disguise. Um, I didn't take it lightly though. Um, but it's more so, uh, like I said, everybody, like you said, the immune system and all that, um, definitely played a part. So, like I said, rest in peace to the one that we did lose and, definitely. you know. I believe COVID was, um, it was a blessing in disguise for everybody, right? Yeah. So, cause like people, cause all, all, all side jokes, people who are unemployment, y'all are getting a lot more money than you've ever witnessed probably in a day in your life all right Fuck. from that stimulus check to, to the unemployment check to the unemployment check with that extra yeah. six hundred dollars mm-hmm. y'all are seeing a grand plus every week yeah. right more money than you've ever seen right in please week. in a week yeah. please be smart with the money that you're receiving yeah. um make sure you collect that money as much as you can because listen i i'm all for it milk the government as much as they give Facts. you Facts. All right. They do enough for us. They do enough to us. Mm-hmm. At this point, you need to milk the system. Yeah. You know, at this at this and particular I, point. I, I, so. I, tell, I tell everybody for real, like, everybody has a skill. I'm not saying you got to come here and be a millionaire or be nah. rich when you come out of this, but it's more so of learn. Like, Invest like, in, yeah, yourself. in yourself. Be like, smart. Don't yeah. be out here spending it and, and trying to buy the latest shoes, yeah, yeah, yeah. buy the latest this, buy the latest that. No, like invest, invest in, in everything yourself. that you're doing Fact. because it only elevates you as a person. And, and this will come back. You. I believe, truly believe that this something like this will come back stronger 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that 10, 15 years from now, it's, it's going to be something called whatever it is. Um, not COVID, but something different and much stronger. So I feel like we, we should prepare ourselves as people. Um, for to, another rainy day. Yeah, for another rainy day. So that you have to worry about that. I look at the entertainers, the celebrities, or just the ones who have money as a whole, business owners, whatever it may be. They're not looking, they're not worried about the financial part. They're worried about the real part, which is your health. Mm-hmm. They're, they're spending time with their family, taking care of their family. They're not worried about financials. And I feel like us, the ones who were, um, you know, working nine to five, stuff like that, who had talents, um, some of us wasted it, but I feel like God slowed us down to let us understand and let us choose for our own this time. Because, it, like I said, it will come back again, I believe, 10, 15 years from now. And that'll be, that'll show who from the first batch was 
you know, the ones who, who took it serious and the ones who just thought it as a break. Oh, I, I got a break from work now. I'm cutting these checks. I'm going to do this, do that with it. No. I feel like you should def- definitely pick your skill, find your skill, and go hard and, and invest in it. Um, All the money you get, like, like, like you said, $1,000 a week. Jesus Christ. For three, four months, you do the math. You get what I'm saying? A lot of paper. In, in three months. A lot months. more paper. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. So, definitely be smart about that. For sure. Who? And now that we have entered... May, right? When we entered May, going into June, Mm -hmm. right? Two, three, actually. Three big events happened, right? Mm -hmm. Um, The first one was Ahmaud Arbery. Yeah. Arbery? Arbery? If I'm saying that wrong, sorry. I believe the one you're talking about, the one jogging, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, he was actually killed February 23rd, 2020, right? Mm -hmm. But due to COVID being so big and just taking over newscasters, his death was not televised until May 5th, wow. 2020, when the video surfaced. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't even know uh, that basically, uh, actually, that's my first time hearing that. Actually, is that really his death was in February? I thought that was actually recently. Mm-mm. So the fact that he died crazy. in February and it did not go noticed until May fifth, mm. and I think I seen that video, right? Did you see that video? Yeah, I saw the video. Actually, the person in the car was driving behind him, right? Mm-hmm. Literally chasing him down, hunting him like he's an animal. Mm-hmm. Um, it was by far. I don't even know how to, I how to begin, right? Because mm-hmm. I watched that video twice, just to get a like a. I don't. I feel like no matter how much you try to watch that video, mm-hmm. there's no true understanding or just in the things that were done to him. Mm-hmm. Like, I just don't. I don't get it. I I feel like uh, I don't know how to say it, but it's more so of like when it comes to who we have in office. I feel like the stuff that he does, his people, the ones who support him, they 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 became a little bit more, how you say, strong or, or or more confident. So they they feel like the camera doesn't scare them. Like you know how if we do something for Ray Field, I mean, somebody record me, like oh shit, like oh, you know, you try to like second mm-hmm. guess what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Where those them like they from what when we you saw say them, who are you talking about? Um, uh, Let's be politically correct. Come on. Native Americans. Native Americans? I mean, Native Americans, I'm sorry. Jesus, what are you saying? Uh, White. White Caucasian. Caucasian. There you go. I didn't mean to say Native American. I I got a little wine on my system. So I said Native Americans. Anyway. I meant to say white. Call them for what they are. Caucasians. I wanted to say the the proper term. I didn't want to call them just white. You know what I mean? Because I don't want nobody to call me just black. You feel me? I'm African American. So I don't want nobody to call me just black. You know what I'm saying? I'm an African American. You know, you're African, right? Just African. I'm an African American. Alright, cool. So, nevertheless, back to I was saying, uh, I feel like definitely, uh, like from like the camera, like I just feel like it's just loose. They just loose out here now, and I, I, I truly believe it's, it's gonna come to a point where, like how it is now with the riot and stuff like that, it's. I believe we're starting to go to war, but I feel like as a as as the people, well, my black people for real, well, African American, but I'm saying black, forget it. It is what it is. Um, my black people for real, I feel like uh, we we just gotta pick and choose um, the war that we want to start. 
I feel like if if, if you're gonna have a war, then tunnel vision and go to the target that you want. And the target is the people that we know, which is the white, the the cops, the blue. You know what I'm saying? So, but I feel like the things that we're some of the things, some of the things that we're doing and targeting are not the right targets. Um, I think it's just we just doing it out of just be doing it. Um, and I don't think that's the right way to go. Um, when it comes to that, I feel like if you wanted, because the, cause I'm, I feel like the more we continue to do that and go that route, what is the out of that? What is what is what is the out of it? What is the the solution to it? Like, do you think that? Because we've been doing it for years, so mm-hmm. what have we got from that? I believe we have nothing. So I feel like, what is the next thing? You get what I'm saying? Because now they now they're saying like I believe Trump made a tweet, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, if they basically. I don't know if he said it, but they were saying basically if if it becomes looting or you're you know still ban- vandalizing and all that, it may be the stuff that you can shoot. Now they're shooting with rubber bullets. Rubber bullets hurt too. I don't know if anybody got shot with one. I know he shot one for real, but from what I see, like I think I saw a video of a kid got shot one in his face. Sorry, I didn't. Shot one in his face, and it damn near like his face was damn near gone. Like I mean, like it was like swollen. Like you couldn't even tell who he was. From the picture that they posted, and then him, after he got shot, I was like, whoa, like, damn, like, it, it, it does damage. So I feel like if we're going to uh, be looting or rioting, like it may be, um, focus on the target, and the target is the people. I mean, as far as the cops and, you know, the whites, the ones who are targeting us, I feel like those are the ones you should target. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah. For me, more so, I think... Just with Ahmad's death alone, his death brought me back to like Trayvon Martin's death, right? In the sense of, here's this kid, right? Trayvon was a lot younger than Ahmad. Ahmad was 25 when he died. Mm-hmm. Um, Trayvon was 17, about to go into his 18th birthday, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it just brought me back to that, to that moment of Trayvon Martin, right? Where, granted, Trayvon, we didn't have a video, but we had audio. With Ahmad, we have video. So we see the hunting, right? And we see, we see, we see two, two white men, right, with Confederate flags in the back of their trunk, hunting this black boy because they assumed, mm-hmm. right? Because black men are getting shot and killed off of assumptions, mm-hmm. not truth. And that's what kills me, right? Just like with Trayvon, right? George Zinnemann assumed he didn't belong in that neighborhood, right? And attacked. Assumption with attack leads to death. And then your your explanation was, I assumed. I feared my life. But how do you fear your life when you're armed and he's not? And that's the part of me where it gets confusing. And that's where I just, I break down because for one black our black community as a whole we are losing right we're losing within our system within our community and we're losing within the system right because a mod that happened in may right uh-huh. the beginning of may let me say that right uh-huh. and then just recently george floyd right uh-huh. and george floyd goes back to what eric gardner uh-huh. right these are this, Similar, it's just yeah, history yes. repeating itself. Yeah. Consistently. After consistency. After, con- like, every, it's, it's happening so many times to the point where it's like, either you become numb or you become more angry. Yeah. Right? But how long does our anger stand? Does it stand for a week? Does this hashtag stand for a week? This is, this is another I can't breathe moment. Mm-hmm. 
We've already had one of those. Yeah. We had the t-shirts. Yeah. We had the front line. Mm-hmm. This is just another moment of I can't breathe. Yeah. I- this is another moment of don't shoot. Yeah. This is another moment of Black Lives Matter. But I feel like when it comes to Black Lives Matter, Black Lives should not just matter within police brutality, within racism, but with also within our own community. Facts. If agree. we want to tell them our lives matter, we need to tell each other mm-hmm. our lives matter. Right? Yeah. I and, agree. I think Tupac said it before uh, in, a, in a, uh, I think it was an interview where he said that, well, he was talking about how they were saying how his music was bad and all that, but he was saying that it's not bad. His, all his music is positive, and he was saying how... Um, he's telling the, the us to instead of, instead of using our guns on each other, use on the ones who shoot at us. And I feel like that is positive in a sense of no, what's going I, on. Listen, I'm a, I'm all for anger. I'm all listen. I don't want to ever tell anybody where to place the anger, mm-hmm. how to feel about what's going on within blacks and killings and racism and everything that's going on. I don't. No, I don't have no right to tell nobody how to feel, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody has their own opinions. Mm-hmm. And they're, they they are very much good with their opinion. Like, mm-hmm. you are entitled to your opinion. No mm-hmm. issues with that. I think for me more so is just understanding the history that goes behind our system. Right? Granted, the police... So, police first started in Philadelphia back in 1751, right? Mm -hmm. That was the first police station, police group ever. Okay. 1751. You know what was happening in the 1700s? Um. Okay, listen. Slaves. 1725. Actually, 1716. Slaves were first brought. Facts. To America. Mm -hmm. To the colonies. They spread out to the colonies, right? Right. By 1725, you had over 75,000 thousand slaves in america in our what 13 plus colonies that we had seventy five thousand. that's tough right so tell me where does the the history of police stem from you want to tell me police were meant to protect and serve but they were only meant to protect and serve their counterparts from blacks because then we didn't have the luxury of being protected or served we were the servants hmm Talk that talk one time to me, B. Hold up, B. School of music thing. I'm listening. I'm just saying, right? Granted. No, but I, I but I agree though. Like I I never felt like the the protecting serve thing was more so. I believe like I I always tell people for real. I feel like um we were brainwashed from day one. Like they taught us everything, so it was most like the the ones who. Like when when you have the ones like uh Farrakhan and stuff like that, and when they talk, they don't like them. Like I I remember uh, of course you know I do comedy, so I remember on like uh Arsenio Hall and stuff like that, and Eddie Murphy, and I said how Arsenio Hall had his own show at once, mm-hmm. and he used to bring Farrakhan on a lot. Mm-hmm. It was to a point where where he was talking about about our people and stuff like that, and what we should do and how we should move stuff like that. The the producers told Arsenio Hall. Don't bring him back no more. If you bring him back, we're going to cut your show. Mm-hmm. He literally brought him back. And when he did that, they canceled his whole entire show. But I feel like because they don't want us to know the truth mm-hmm. or know about ourselves, the, the, the truth about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Because like I said, I feel like we were brainwashed as people from the day one. I feel like we allowed ourselves because it's like, again, like with slavery, going mm-hmm. to from slavery to civil rights movement to now, right? Mm-hmm. 
we've always we've been through so much as a community mm-hmm. we've been through so much as a group that you you tend to become numb right mm-hmm. or you become comfortable mm-hmm. right i don't think no one brainwashes us i think black people are beyond smart beyond strong. Oh, i believe that a lot more than that, for sure. what society tells us and we know it yeah. right because america if we want to go into history mm-hmm. america was stolen by the British, right? Mm-hmm. You came in and, and you fucked the Native Americans up, right? Yeah. You brought diseases they ain't never seen. Them niggas was good, yeah. all right? Eating healthy, my nigga. Ain't, they ain't know what West Nile virus was. They ain't know nothing, okay? Mm-hmm. You came in, brought diseases to them. Had had them, like, dying from diseases. Then you brought in machines, guns. They ain't never seen before. Then now you killing them with that. And you want to sit here and tell me America, the free, the land, the great. You wasn't built off free, the land, or the great. Mm-hmm. You was built You was built off the back of other people. You was built off death. Mm-hmm. You was built off being stolen, right? Mm-hmm. So you still, a, you still a country. Claim it to be yours. Then go out your way to another country to kidnap people and bring them back to a country that you claim is yours just to enslave them. Hmm. And then from from enslavement, we go into maids, butlers, Hmm. right? We have worked so hard to be billionaires, to be business owners, to be presidents. I feel like truthfully... We are the people. I feel like when it comes to like we 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 we, we population are. wise, we control it. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, our mindset on trying to control it is not together. Exactly. I I feel like like I was I was saying I feel like we are like 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 the movie Us. Mm-hmm. And have you uh, you saw it right? Mm-hmm. Some movie Us. And you saw when he when he sat down in that chair and that white guy came to the screen and talked to him about like his eyes and mm-hmm. all that and about how athletic we are and da 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 da. I truly believe that's how they really feel. Of course. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that they run to be us. It's, it's just that I feel like, like you said, our people, we don't use our, some of us don't use our intelligence to understand that we, we, we're, we're it. Mm-hmm. We're the it factor. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is this, this, this what they want to be. But it's more so of we don't, as a people, mm-hmm. we damage each other rather than build each other. Yeah. And it's like, that's what kills us as a whole. And, 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 that's what really truly bothers me because when you sit back and really watch certain things about white rappers or when you see ball players that are, you know, white or any, you know, any other culture that's not us, they're aiming to be us. They they wanna be us. They wanna be the athletic ones. They wanna be the like 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 they practice, they train, do everything just like us. When it comes to even entertainment, when it comes to doctors, when it comes to like a lot, like we are it. We're puppets, though, yeah, right? Exactly. Because at the end of the day, we work for whites. Mm-hmm. Right, especially the athletes. Right, yeah. your owners, they're white. White, right? How they owners. how they puppet you and make you play against each other? Have y'all breaking y'all backs, brain um, injuries to the point where you get brain aneurysms mm-hmm. and you die like this? They playing y'all. They playing with y'all lives, mm-hmm. right? But it's for entertainment purposes mm-hmm. because what we're the fastest, mm-hmm. right? We we strong, right? Our skin is tough. We can we're good enough to just handle everything Mm -hmm. right and i think it goes it just goes beyond and so much even with like george floyd right just to give those who don't know because i feel like if you don't know that you're living under a rock right but george floyd was murdered in may may 25th murdered (laughs) 
let me clarify that murdered may 25th 2020 mm-hmm. by officer Derek. Ooh, i can't say this man's last name yeah, i don't know say these when he asked me yeah i'm not gonna say it i'm he, officer Derek. c that's yeah. what i'm gonna say because i don't want to butcher his last name i don't want to um, about it for real But in Minnesota, um, he had his uh, knee on his neck for eight minutes and 45 seconds. His right side of his knee on his neck, right? By two minutes and 53 seconds, Floyd had become unresponsive. And at that point, right, I was watching a video with an officer who says, officers are firsthand responders, right? So firsthand responders, they... They give aid. If you see, regardless of what's going on, right, mm-hmm. what what the situation is, when you see a victim or when you see somebody mm-hmm. who is in need of aid, you as a first time as a first responder are required to give him aid, mm-hmm. right? But you were granted. I've never. I have not seen the video. I haven't built up the courage to watch the video because I'm truly. I'm tired. I'm mm-hmm. tired of seeing us getting killed in that. In, in that light right mm-hmm. i just don't have the energy or the i cry enough mm-hmm. <laughs> i cry enough so i haven't seen the video but from what people say from the pictures and everything it's just like i don't i don't get it and just more footage that's shown that prior to him being on the ground they was beat him up in the in the police car and then yeah he, he, I, I didn't see that video until like later on i was like yo he it was so he was so the in gra- the police car right so, so the ground man came before the police car i mean after, came after the police car yeah Wow, so yeah, it was it was it was definitely mind blowing to me. I don't like watch it like that because it kind of like gives me like a rush. Like I want to go, you know, see if I if I was to see Dirk, and I, I'm not even a killer type of person for real for me. But it, it makes me want to go do something to him. Like it's like because that, and they for you see like bro, like how you say you're a first responder, and from what we know, we got trained to be first responders in the school system. So yeah. I know for a fact. That as a police officer, you have to be one because you never know what's going on for, as far as for your colleague or others. Others, so it's like. But I think it's just more so the idea of protect and serve. Like, yeah. How do you protect and serve, but still have that mentality of of, of murders, right? Yeah. So there's this video going, also another video going around with this officer, right, that mm-hmm. explains why the idea of police brutality has become so skyrocketed within these past decade within mm-hmm. the past decade and it's more so of eliminating blacks particularly mm-hmm. black men mm-hmm. right the, the population of black men continue to grow and grow and grow mm-hmm. right so one way that he explained it was how they try to get rid of black men was um introducing drugs like mm-hmm. weed cocaine crack cocaine heroin blase blase right mm-hmm. if they not strung off the drug they selling it right hmm. so now we now incarceration comes into place right yeah. now we putting them in jails they killing themselves you got gangs they doing it i think it's a setup right it's a setup yeah. it's for sure a yeah. setup right and we just setup. fall into the it's a trap it's a trap yeah. we fall into it right so now it's like that's not helping no more right mm-hmm. because now at this point we're 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 decriminalizing marijuana. We're we're doing we're taking the stance to where not a lot of us are in jail anymore, right? Yeah. Especially those who have been wrong wrongfully com, uh, convicted, it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So now that doesn't work. So what's next? Hmm. 
what's next other than killing us with your badge on? Because that badge protects you. Speaking of that, I think uh, it was something that I looked up for as numbers mm-hmm. of like convictions and like the last like. In 2019? Uh, yeah, if you can. I, I think that was. It was 1,000 police killings. Um, it was like 99% of uh, officers who killed innocent people, unarmed people. Um, 99%. Let me see. So here we go. 99% of killings by a police officer. From nineteen, I mean, from two thousand thirteen to two thousand nineteen, have not been charged with their crimes. Well, have not been charged with their crime. So, out of those ninety nine percent, only one percent has been charged. That one, that one percent is literally four people. Three people were charged. Only one, one was, was convicted. convicted. So that just shows you that mm, nothing what? is done. I, I, I don't know. For me, it's just like it's so much going on with the world. And I get people's anger and, and frustration, yeah. even with the the protesting and the rioting and everything. I just feel like we have to be sensible in the things that we do, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, is if you're rioting and you're looting and you're you're breaking down businesses, mm-hmm. understand what businesses you're breaking down, right? Because mm-hmm. if we're trying to trying to do things for the sake of blacks. And in the sake of somebody's name and their death, let's do it correctly, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it's dumb. Why why are we breaking into targets? Like what is what did Target do to George? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did did Target kill George? No. Sucks. You know what I'm saying? Did for my people in Atlanta, did Flips Phil's did Cumberland Mall, yeah, Phil's yeah. Plaza, did Lennox, did any of them kill George? Icebox. No. None of them killed George. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So in reality, if y'all want to sit here and make a point, let's go into their community. Y'all literally are in our communities, tearing our communities mm-hmm. down. We have already been broken down enough. Mm-hmm. Now you stay in the community and continue to vandalize and break it. That does not show anything. Because what? Then people are still in their houses looking at us on TV and saying, well, damn, look at them. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Grant, instead of us going into their area, their communities, their groups, nigga, take your ass to Buckhead into the suburbs. Make sure you're not hitting them black folks and tear their shit down. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Make sure that you're aware of the black businesses that are in Buckhead area, Midtown area, Sandy Springs, the Vinus. Make sure you understand those what businesses are in those areas and vandalize the ones that aren't black. You know what I'm saying? I think the whole thing is protecting us at the same time making noise for others to let them know if you coming into our community and fucking shit up, we're going to come into your community and fuck shit up. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You know, I say people protest the way they want to protest. Some people don't feel like, you know, violence is the answer. But sometimes, like Michael X said, you have to talk to them in their language. They want to be with the violence. You're going to have to talk to them with the violence. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I've seen everything on, on Instagram and social media, how people have been talking about the Boston Tea Party and trying to pretty much use the Boston Tea Party as a reason behind why people are looting and and rioting and vandalizing. Granted, great example, right? Mm-hmm. But let's be real. The Boston Tea Party, they focused on one thing, right? Mm-hmm. Tea bags. The niggas was taxing off our tea bags, yeah. and, and the people was like, "Hell no, you're not gonna do that." So what they do? Throw the tea in the 
in the ocean. That is understandable. Why? Because they're they're protesting off of the thing that that you're trying to tax them off of. They didn't sit here and take the cucumbers and throw it in the ocean. Now right. you get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I'm just saying in general, right? No, they that, focused that, on what they were their mission. So I feel like for us is let's focus on our mission. Exactly. Like, and and like and like that that go back to what I said about earlier about when I was uh, talking about um, if we're riding, we're riding to towards the like if you if you want to target something. Don't target target. You target mm-hmm. like how I think the uh and men, men, Minneapolis they blew up the uh, police station. Yeah, you get what I'm saying and like I'm that's different. That. I don't mind hit, that. You get what I'm saying the like police stations. If, hit if the you hit everyone cars. in every state for all we I care, good. that's we good. You know but but you but at, at that point you're sending a statement. Yes, you bring it saying? to their doorstep, exactly. right? Exactly. Because they, they bring it to else. Right. So bring it to this. That's what I'm saying. Figure out where they where they hang out at after work. These police Facts. officers be at They be at bars. Bars. Burn that shit. Burn that down. shit. You know what I'm saying? Down. Do y'all research. Figure yes. it out. But yes. y'all out here burning our own community yeah. while trying to make a fact, make a statement. And that's yeah. the part where our message literally gets it gets taken out of content. Yeah. We lose the narrative of what we're trying to do when we are out of control. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? We all have to be in abundance and understand and be in a unity of understanding of what we're trying to do. The message that we're trying to convey. None of, half of these people don't understand us, right? Like, they not getting us. Mm-hmm. And I say it. For your white friends who have not posted, at that point, they don't need to be your friend no more. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about black or white when it comes to when it comes to a situation like this, right? It's about humanity. What kind of humanity do you have that you can sit here and try to justify a man being killed senselessly? Mm-hmm. And that's when it comes into, you know what? You done made this more than what it needs to be. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he was killed wrongfully. And if you don't get it... Mm-hmm. I don't need to be around you. Yeah. Where are all my girls, all my little white girls, all my little snow bunnies, all my little oh, Asians that, that love them some black men. Where y'all at? Oh, sis. Because y'all need to be in the front line with us black women. And I'm going to say it like that. Right? And and, and, and and when you do it, don't be doing it just for the fun either. Don't like, do it I, for I feel a like trend. some of y'all this doing is, it for the fun. Beyond, yeah, and for I, the I, I don't want people that. to know that this is beyond a hashtag. Yeah. This is beyond... This is a movement that we're trying to create, right? Martin Luther we're trying King, to literally free ourselves. Basically. For real. And we've been doing it for years. Like, Martin Luther King came in and he put in his stepping stone. Malcolm mm-hmm. X came in and he put in his stepping stone. Right? Granted, things things have gotten better, but nothing yes. is the yes. best. Right? We are still not where we want to be. We are, it, again, history is repeating itself. Mm-hmm. It's been 100 plus years or 30 plus years, whatever the case may be, since Rodney King. Right? Mm-hmm. And that was the first she said 100 plus years. Like yeah, that's 30, but, but anyways, it's been years. It's been years. <laughs> no, no, it's been years. King, yeah, it's been right? years. And, and, and I feel like, I feel like, all right, so cool. And that was like video if, that was if, the first. If, if that was a riot, right, and nothing happened then, okay, we still, we, we continue to do riots, stuff like that. Cool. Oh, eventually, something has to click like, yo, this riot shit ain't working. So what's the, what's the what's the what's the what's the next move? Like I feel like what's what is what is the solution now? Like because at the end of the day, we have some of us have kids that's growing up for some of us will have kids down the road. Mm-hmm. What are we? We can't keep doing. We can't have them. All right, now they rioted. Now they like somebody has something has to change. Like, um, I don't like, know. For me, I feel like as blacks, we're always going to have to riot. We're I know, but I just have to protest. I don't understand the point. So, but, but, but what I'm saying is that it got to be a better solution. Like, like, like I saw a video 
on Instagram too, uh, on social media, of course, um, where uh, it was a guy, it was a black guy, well, three, well, two black guys. Mm-hmm. One was thirty-one, one was forty-five, right? Mm-hmm. And thirty-one-year-old, I mean, and, yeah, and thirty-one-year-old was like, we come to you with heavy heart. Uh, excuse me, for a second. That prayer is for later. My bad. Yeah. So, um, basically, uh. So the the thirty one year old guy he acted you know the forty five year old guy was going crazy man I'm tired of this we've been going for years da, 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 da. and 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 the thirty one year old was like, I hear you I hear you I hear you so what we gonna do he like what you mean we we gonna ride da, 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 da. and to me it was more so of what he was saying was he brought in a sixteen year old kid mm-hmm. and he said so what you want him to do and he was like man well well it's it's going going to continue he said but it doesn't have to. We're putting their lives in danger. Mm-hmm. When does when does it stop? I have a five year old kid at uh, at home. Mm-hmm. When does it stop? And long story short, he was just trying to say like how I'm saying now. What is the solution? Okay, we we didn't ride it. We didn't did this. We didn't do stuff. All right, now what is what do we do? We need to get and sit down in the table with them and talk. Like really, that's that's how I feel like it I will change. I think it's more so being able to be comfortably uncomfortable with your oppressor. Honestly, sitting down and having a tr- a true conversation for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just in this, in the wake of everything, and we've been called thugs, we have been called just ghetto ratchet. People mm-hmm. associate blacks with such just horrible words. Mm-hmm. And I mean, granted, we make we turn everything into such a positive light, right? Even mm-hmm. with the word nigga, right? We, mm-hmm. That's our embrace. Like my nigga, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I fuck yeah, with you. You know what I'm saying? That that came from the word nigger. But yet we turned it into something. Right. And I think what people have to remember is the word thug I mean for me, granted, when I think of thug, I think of the Tupac word, right? Mm-hmm. The hate you give little infants fucks everyone. Thug life. The mm. hate you give little infants fucks everyone. People are not born right. Positive. Everything he did was positive. All right. One of my favorite rappers. <laughs> y'all know. But Goat for people really. are yeah. not born racist. They are taught to be a racist. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. No one is born to be Fact. to You're hate. Taught that. Fact. You are taught that. So I, I feel like at the end of the day, we need to be more aware of our own actions and also just have an understanding. But to just end this this episode with everything that's been going on we truly just want to pray for everyone um and we love y'all we want y'all to be safe in these riots and these protests whichever way you choose to express yourself in this moment you are entitled to do and continue to do it um whether you want to sit here out and spread love and pray for your enemies or whether you want to sit here and burn police the police stations down it is however you feel because we are entitled at this point we have been going through so much as a community but again remember the battle that we have to win first is the battle within our own community and then we have to deal with the war within society so remember that as i let y'all go i have jasmine who has prayed for us during this harsh time so jasmine's prayer is going to go and that's going to end our podcast for the love day you love y'all thank y'all so much and i hope y'all have a blessed day dear heavenly father we come to you with heavy hearts knowing that you are the only one capable of carrying this load 
We, your people, are sick and tired of being sick and tired. We are done seeing images of our black men, women, and children being brutalized, beaten, and broken in the streets. And we are tired, Lord God, of systematic racism. We are tired of financial oppression. We are tired of political marginalization. We want change, God. But Lord, I'm coming to you knowing that true change only comes from the Lord our God. When people are looking into the courtroom for justice, we look at you. When people are looking for a voter's box for justice, we look at you. When people are looking for a president for justice, we look for you. We look to you because we know that where a courtroom could provide a verdict, you can provide peace, Lord God. Where a voter's box could provide a candidate, you can provide Jesus the way maker, the miracle worker, the promise keeper, where a president could provide a decree, Lord God, you can provide dominion and power. You are the only one that can change the hearts of man. You are the only one that gives those mothers rest. You are the only one that could bring us joy in this time of sorrow, God. We look at you right now to mend the hearts of man, Lord God, to mend our hearts. And to change the situation, I'm expecting a supernatural shift in the atmosphere, Lord God. I'm asking that you change this thing, that you shake some things up on earth, Lord God, and that you do a total reset, God. Reset the hearts of man, Lord God. Reset these rules they have in place. Reset these policies, Lord God. Give us change. We know you will come through because you've never failed us yet, Lord God. We're expecting it. So I thank you. I thank you. I thank you because it is already done. It's already done. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Jazz, for that. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we will catch y'all next Monday as always. Peace.